What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Drew Kelly Podcast. This is your host, Andrew Palacios. And today, we're actually going to cover a topic that deviates from the normal course of the podcast. So typically, I I would cover a topic that is on the list of topics on APA.org or the American Psychological Association's website. It would normally be the topic of Alzheimer's disease. But today, because I find it very interesting, the topic of emotional intelligence as related to psychology, um, I'm going to cover that, that topic today. So my knowledge of the topic of emotional intelligence actually comes from my taking introduction to psychology. So the whole purpose of me taking these extra courses is to appear more, more competitive, uh, when it comes time to apply to graduate school, but that's, that's another topic. Okay. So let's get right down to it. What is emotional intelligence? So emotional intelligence is defined as the practice of, of self-control and the ability to accurately perceive the emotions of self and others, appropriately adapt emotions and actions in daily interactions, and consistently understand and express interest in the well-being of self and others. So one caveat about this definition is that it emphasizes that EI or emotional intelligence involves more than simply being able to recognize what you or others are feeling. It includes thinking carefully about how you respond and how you behave. So a quick framework about emotional intelligence is it is comprised of how many, how many is this one, two, three, or five major competencies that are empirically measured in psychological studies. And these, these competencies or these domains are known as self-awareness, self-regulation, self-motivation, social awareness, and social skills. So there are also sub sub competencies under each of the five. So under self-awareness, there is emotional awareness, accurate self-assessment and self-confidence. Under self-regulation, there's self-control, trustworthiness, conscientiousness, adaptability, and innovativeness. Under self-motivation, there's achievement drive, commitment, initiative, and optimism. Under social awareness, there is empathy, service orientation, developing others, leveraging diversity and political awareness. Last but not least, there are several sub competencies under social skills, such as leadership, change, change catalyst, uh, co- collaboration and cooperation and team capabilities. As you can see, the topic of emotional intelligence is quite diverse and quite comprehensive. So essentially, the higher 
the emotional intelligence scores, the higher the chances of success of the individual. But I was doing some homework for my psych class, and I was responding to the discussion board posts of of others, and I came across this very interesting idea. So it goes, it goes like this. From, from my analysis and thinking of what emotional intelligence is, it is essentially the, the ability to not only be agreeable, but to also be self-aware and basically aware of the social interactions that we participate in with others and also the ability to, I don't want to say be a good person, but essentially to appear attractive as a social being in the social world. I think that's the best way I can succinctify what emotional intelligence does for the individual. So essentially that's, that's what it is. And my, my interpretation of a high emotional intelligence score is that this person is self-aware, self-reliant. He or she is emotionally aware. He or she has a high degree of self-consciousness and conscientiousness is optimism. Excuse me, is optimistic, follows through with, with commitments leverages diversity, is is influential, can communicate clearly, and has adequate team collaboration skills. So I, I think it would be safe to say that the person with high emotional in, in, intelligence has a high degree of agreeableness. So the my idea goes like this. Okay. Is it is it is it true that an individual with a high degree of emotional intelligence is, as a result, more agreeable than most people with low emotional intelligence scores. Uh, that's an interesting thought. But let's take it a step further and think about disagreeable people, perhaps people who score low on the emotional intelligence scale. So for example, this individual, let's just say Steve Jobs, for example, I, I read a biography on Steve Jobs and I understand that he was quite the supervisor to, to work for, meaning that let's say you and your team of, of engineers at Apple were working on a new device that Steve Jobs told you to work on and you spent weeks and weeks and several all-nighters and you sacrificed and you worked quite hard to accomplish this project yet steve jobs steve jobs comes in and he bait he he grabs the the prototype and says this is shit 
this is nothing. This I don't understand why why you would be happy on putting this out into the market. This is shit. Redo it. And then he grabs a hammer and pounds it on the table. Right? That that would that would obviously not be an example of high emotional in, intelligence. Quite 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 clearly. So but yet his company is one of the most successful tech companies in the modern day. So how do we how do we figure out exactly what is the most accurate predictor of success? Because I know that generally speaking, people want to be successful. People want to know what it is that they should be and become and embody in order to in order to succeed to to get what they want out of life so it reads here according to businessinsider.com disagreeableness may be a character trait that leads to success and disagreeable people don't rely on on others approval before taking action and are not afraid to go against the norm and psychologists back this claim by saying disagreeable people's opinions are often more likely to be included at times. So a quote by George Bernard Shaw is, quote, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. So let's, let's, let's take this step by step, shall we? So Let's start off with the first competency of EI, which is self-awareness. So the three of the sub-competencies sub of self-awareness is our emotional awareness, accurate self-assessment, and self-confidence. So individuals with emotional awareness, awareness know, know which, emo which emotions they're feeling and why. They realize the, the, the links between their feelings and what they think, do, and say. They recognize how their feelings affect their performance, and they have a guiding awareness of their values and goals. So let's take Steve Jobs, because I already discussed a bit about Steve Jobs' workplace performance. I'm pretty sure he knows his emotions of, of, of anger and frustration. He realizes that his feelings are directly linked with what he thinks, what he does, and what he says. He recognizes how his feelings affect his performance because he thinks about it in terms of, oh, I'm not satisfied, so therefore I'm going to get angry and use the uncomfortability as a result of my anger as a driving force to, to get my team to perform better and to be able to, to create better products. Okay, well, I think, I think, I think we should move on to the next cell, to, to the next competency under self-awareness, which is accurate self-assessment. Individuals with this competent with this competence uh, are aware of their strengths and weaknesses. They reflect learning from experience. 
They're open to candid feedback and new perspectives, continuous learning and self development. And they're able to show a sense of humor and perspective about themselves. So will a disagreeable person be aware of their strengths and weaknesses? Well, perhaps if somebody tried to ask this person, ask Steve Jobs, Hey, Steve, are you, do you understand that just because you are not satisfied with this product? Or I don't, I'm just, I, I'm trying to come to a conclusion, but it's, but it's tough. So let's, so let's move on to, to the next one, which is self-confidence. Okay. Now, here we go. So I think a person with high self-confidence is more likely to be disagreeable because if you are on a team of 10 people and you are one, one of, one of 10 who disagrees with where the group is going, it's like, well, I think you need to have a high degree of self-confidence in order to say, well, no, I think this, I think this, uh, that the team is trying to do is wrong. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Let's, let's look at the next major domain of EI, which is self-regulation. So under, under self-regulation, there is self-control, trustworthiness, conscientiousness, adaptability, and innovativeness. The person who is disagreeable. So, so let's now, okay. So it would make sense to look more to, to, to find out exactly what it means to be disagreeable. So there's a quick little story here, which Brian, Brian Grazer, I think he is either the, the writer of this, excuse me, he's an award-winning producer named Brian Glazer, and he participates in a Q&A session where, uh, in San Jose, California, where he speaks about his experiences at school. So when he was uh, in, in the seventh grade, eighth, ninth, and 10th grades, he, he was earning mostly Ds and Fs excuse me, mostly F's, F's with the occasional D. And he was only passing because his mom wouldn't let the teachers hold him back. Later on in high school, Brian discovered a quote, disagreeable yet extremely effective strategy. He began to challenge all of his grades. So it reads here, quote, literally every time I got my grade in high school, after the report cards came out, I would go back to each teacher and do a one-on-one. -on -one. I would, I would argue my D into a C and my C into a B. And almost every time, 90% of the time I got my grade changed. I think it's, I think the disagreeable person looks at what the world is and is immediately dissatisfied and wants to change the world. See, I, I think that's, I think that's primarily good because you know, the world is, is, is constantly changing. We already know that. And nature is change. That's, that's, 
one of nature's defining characteristics. And so would it be safe to, to conclude that, okay, the more an individual attempts to change the course of the world and human affairs, the more able that person is to enact change and good change that will that will benefit those around him and himself and produce more wealth and prosperity and so forth and so on. Well, I think I think we can safely conclude that. I definitely think we can say, safely conclude that. So it it reads here on on businessinsider.com what does science say in in 2014 psychologist samuel hunter and lily cushionberry surveyed 200 college students for five major personality traits neuroticism openness extroversion agreeableness and conscientiousness after completing the survey survey the students gathered in a room where they wrote down original ideas for a marketing campaign Next, the students were arranged in groups of three and asked to create a plan based on their ideas. Hunter and Cushenberry found that while there wasn't a relationship between agreeableness and innovative thinking, students rated as less agreeable were more likely to have their ideas included in the group projects. Why? Because disagreeable people are willing to argue and fight for their, for their own ideas, regardless of what others think. For those of us familiar with the task of job searching or starting a business from scratch, we all we all can agree that the, that those environments are neither supportive nor collaborative. The bottom line is, if you want something and you are truly passionate about it, don't be afraid to bend the rules and upset a few people. You just might find yourself leading the pack. So that, to me, the ability to ruffle the, the feathers of others and so forth and so on, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like high emotional in, intelligence now personally my score was 62 out of 75 on the emotional in, intelligence assessment my lowest score was self regulation my highest score was self awareness so it, so it reads here you're you're an emotionally intelligent person you have great relationships and you probably find that people often approach you for advice researchers have found that emotionally intelligent people often have great great leadership potential realize this potential by seeking opportunities to improve even further <coughs> excuse me so self-regulation okay there's self-control Trustworthiness, conscientiousness, adaptability, and innovativeness. Self-control. Do I manage my impulsive feelings and distressing emotions well? Do I stay composed, positive, and unflappable even in trying moments? Well, perhaps, perhaps not, but will a disagreeable person do any better? Okay, are disagreeable people more trustworthy than... A, agreeable people, they are definitely more conscientious because I think disagreeable people, because they tend to be more, more combative socially and they, 
want what they want and that and that and that's all there is to it i think that they're they are more likely to hold themselves accountable for meeting their objectives and they are more organized and more careful about their work and when completing their work because it seems that they that they feel that they need to are are disagreeable people more adaptable and are they more innovative than agreeable people well not sure it's hard it's hard to say it's hard to it's hard to come to a conclusion so let's see here self-motivation is the next domain under emotional intelligence achievement drive commitment innovative and optimistic so i would say disagreeable people tend to be more driven toward achievement and they tend to pursue information to reduce uncertainty and find ways to do better and they learn how to improve their performance and they are definitely more results oriented than agreeable people so let's let's actually look at an analysis are disagreeable people more likely to succeed than agreeable people well we will look at that as a final as a final reference because i i'd like to think think through this so in terms of in, in terms of commitment are they are agreeable are agreeable people more ready to make personal or group sacrifices in order to meet a larger organizational goal are they more more able to find, to find a sense of purpose in the larger mission do they actively seek out opportunities to fulfill the group's mission so i do think that in general agreeable people i'm sorry disagreeable people tend to be more committed but it's it's difficult you know it's really difficult to say so so let's move on to 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 the next domain which is social awareness okay so disagreeable people definitely do not they, they are less attentive to emotional cues they show less sensitivity and they uh, understand the perspectives of of others less are disagreeable people more service oriented no because on 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 the one hand you have let's say for example the natural human inclination is to not seek out service opportunities the person who is disagreeable will disagree with these natural human inclinations and be more willing to go against the grain and then seek out service opportunities developing others will will dis, will disagreeable people acknowledge and re reward the strengths of others the strengths accomplishments and the development of others i don't know will they offer useful feedback and identify people's needs 
for development? And will they mentor, give timely coaching, and offer assignments that challenge and grow a person's skills? Hmm. Not quite sure. Do disagreeable people have more social skills? Do they have more influence? Yes, they are more skilled at persuasion. They use complex complex strategies like direct, like indirect influence to build to build consensus and support. And do they orchestrate dramatic events to effectively make a point? Yes. Are they effective in give and take communication? Do they register emotional cues in in attuning to their message? Do they deal with with difficult issues straightforwardly? Do they listen well, seek mutual understanding, and welcome, welcome sharing of information fully? So I, I did my best to find a conclusion about my, my question. So my essential question is, are people with high emotional intelligence scores more agreeable or more disagreeable i think that is my that is my that's my final question because when when going through the framework of the of the different attributes of, of emotional intelligence i found that there are qualities and attributes and characteristics on this emotional intelligence framework that if a person excels at certain competencies, then he or she is more agreeable. And, and, and on the same, and on the flip side of that coin, if someone is, someone does not excel at certain attributes, then he or she is more agreeable. So, so, so for example, if a person is more emotionally aware, does accurate self-assessment and is more self-confident, if he or she excels in these sub competencies, then he or she is more likely to be more disagreeable. If the person has a high level of self-control, trustworthiness, conscientiousness, adaptability, and innovativeness, he or she was more likely to be disagreeable. And the list goes goes on and on and on for the entire framework. So I think in general, my, my analysis has led me to the following conclusion. And if anybody disagrees with me, if you agree with me, please feel free to reach out to me on uh, on Instagram at Drew underscore Kelly 12. My conclusion is that everybody should look at the personal and social attributes of emotional intelligence framework and do his or her best to embody these these qualities and whether or not you are naturally more inclined to be agreeable or disagreeable, as long as you're able to most effectively and most accurately embody these positive attributes and get 
what you want out of life without infringing upon the, the rights and liberties and the freedoms of others, hey, more power, more, more power to you. But think it in general, if I were to do a self, if a self analysis, I think that I'm more agreeable than disagreeable. And I'll tell you why, because, because I've found that I found that when I, when I attempt to be more disagreeable than agreeable, that people don't, that, that people are, people tend to be more, more, more turned, turned off and they repel my presence more so than I, than if I was more agreeable than disagreeable. So obviously this was a tough topic to, to really pin down. I definitely did my best, but in general, do your best to embody the positive characteristics of emotional intelligence while at the same time doing your best to get out, to get out of this life, what you want from it. And I think that, I think that everybody around you, including yourself is going to be happy with your progress and that should do it for, for today's, for today's, um, for today's episode. If you have any, any questions, comments, concerns, uh, always feel free to reach out to me at drew underscore kelly 12 on instagram and i will talk to you all next time the next topic for the next episode is going to be on alzheimer's disease so i look forward to the next episode